Hello and welcome to the Grapeseed Official Podcast. It is time for another installment in the Grapeseed Greatest Hits series. And for this episode, we have invited Will Rice back on. He joined us for a Grapeseed Friends episode way back in number 39. It's a great podcast, so I would highly recommend checking it out if you haven't already or listen to it again since it was such a long time ago. Welcome back to the show, Will. Thanks, Adam. It's great to be here again. We are very happy to have you back on. And I, you, you just told me off the recording that you no longer need the rope to walk your kids 10 minutes away to your classroom anymore. That's right. That's- it's a huge load off of us. And the kids don't arrive at the classroom completely exhausted from having walked uh, half a mile. That is definitely a positive. <laughs> so as always on this series, the guest chooses two grapeseed components and I choose one. So first up are your picks, Will. Let's start with unit eights. I always like today. Why did you choose this one? Uh, I always like today is a really catchy tune. And I like this song. First of all, I like this song because of the title. I always like today. It's about being in the moment and seizing the moment. Mm. Um, but um, I chose this song because I think it's a, a really good example of how the grapeseed spiral curriculum works. Ooh, how so? I like to hear your take. Um, because actually, this is a new song, and the, the, the song that precedes it is also a new song. But uh, in Unit 6, they have um, Weekends Are Cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they have, in a Unit 8, they get I Always Like Today. So at first glance, it's like, okay, we're doing weekdays again. But it's, it's not just weekdays, of course. Grapeseed is never just this or that. But so in unit six, when they do weekends are cool, then they, they learn about, they learn the names of the weekdays and they talk about them. Uh, but then you get to unit eight and um, they have, uh, again, the weekdays, but this time, you can talk more about them. For example, they have, uh, when, when they did weekdays in unit six, uh, they weren't armed with uh, phrases like why or because. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they've done uh, materials like right now or do you know why? And uh, when you talk to them about the weekdays, you can say, oh, oh what, what day do you like? Or what day do you like the most? And uh, they can say, I like this day or that day. And you can say, why? And they say, oh, yeah, because something, something. That leads into a point that I wanted to make about this material, too. So this and like you mentioned, the unit six weekends are cool. There are day of the week songs in Grapeseed. And a common thought or question that we usually get is, why aren't these taught sooner? Why aren't these unit one? Why aren't these unit two? To me, it's kind of an old school hang up on a lot of us that a lot of us have who have come from other curricula. It's important for students, of course, to identify the day of the week, but it isn't the absolute first thing we want them to do. Usually kids are four years old when they start and then five or six by the time they sing this. So they usually don't care what day of the week it is. It isn't really relevant or even really interesting to them like the other things we talk about in early units. But like you said, Will, with this particular component in unit eight, students can then start talking about why they like it. And they've had the vocabulary 
the introduction to why and because they've had yes. unit threes talking about school. They have all this other vocabulary and language that they can use to express why they like Mondays, why they like Fridays, instead of just yeah. boys and girls. Today is Monday. Tomorrow <laughs> is Tuesday. That you see a lot of places want to drill kids when they first start English class, but. We're, we always get to the stuff that we want students to identify, but it's always done very methodically and in a well thought out yes. way. Exactly. Uh, I, you mentioned that uh, a while back in the podcast. Uh, the old, I, I also taught at, um, uh, with a different curricula, curriculum before I, I started using Grapeseed. And we also had that, like every week I'd ask the kids, so what day is it today? Uh, it's Friday. What day is tomorrow? Saturday. You asked us last. You asked us that last week. Yeah. Well, um, it was yesterday <laughs> it was Thursday. <laughs> it was Thursday. And uh, but when you when you start to talk about talk to the kids about uh, the days, you the 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 days come alive. Actually, mm. they do things. Oh, a lot of the kids at my kindergarten are busy every day going to sports class and. Uh, dance and all kinds of things, figure skating. So they can tell you on Thursday, I do swimming. On Friday, I do figure skating. Exactly. And they can't do that if we're in unit one. They don't have the language necessary to be able to express those thoughts. Even if they are swimming or they are doing figure skating when they're four years old, they won't really be able to tell you. They don't have the language or the ability to express that yet. But if we exactly. wait until here... And we've already introduced them to the weekdays in unit six, like you talked about. If we get to here where we can talk about whys and becauses, and they have all those verbs from units one to up now eight, they can express so much more. And so the timing of this yes. is much better here than it is unit one. Exactly. One of the happiest moments in, in, in any of my classes was doing this material. And, and I asked the, the, the girls, there was a girl. And I said, what day do you like the most? And, and she said, I like Tuesday and Thursday and Friday. And I, I said, why? But I kind of like was already guessing what she was going to say because Tuesday and Thursday and Friday. And, and she said, because grapeseed. Oh. So she wanted to say because she had grapeseed on those days and those were her favorite days. So I was like, yes. Perfect. It's always nice to hear stories of, of kids not only liking grapeseed, but also loving their teacher too. Yes. <laughs> now this one, when it's a relatively new song to the curriculum, and uh -huh. even though it's a real fun one, it can be a little tricky to get the melody down. It's really easy to feel confident when you may need more practice on this one. I know when we were originally making videos for all the trainer examples for the portal, and we got to this particular song. It took a few different coaches a few extra times to practice to get this one down right. So make sure you as the teacher too, even if you're singing along and you think you've got it, sing a, sing a few times without the CD to really see how good you are with it before you actually teach that, it in class. That is great advice. I, I've messed up the ending so many times. It's not funny. Exactly. Dude, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> It, does it go up or does it go down on the last time? <laughs> yeah, some of these, uh, the newer songs in Grapeseed, they, they're they cool and they're fun to listen to, but they can also be a little bit less predictable 
with the melody than kind of the older school grapeseed songs. So yeah, a few extra times of practice before you get into the classroom to make sure you know you don't mess it up in front of your kids is is always good. Yeah, I, I want to mention this real quick, and it's completely unrelated to this, but I heard you you can cut this out if if it's if it's not appropriate. <laughs> but uh, you mentioned key changes uh, uh, a few weeks ago. I, it's not going to be a few weeks ago when this is uh, when this oh, yeah, comes with, out. Uh, but it was grows. a few weeks ago for me uh, with everybody grows. Yes. And, uh, I was thinking about like, there's some songs that for me, no matter how many times I listen, the key change is so hard and uh, I can sing along with it if I listen to it, but I can never sing it by myself. One is, uh, I'm the loudest. Okay. 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 I see. I see. (laughs) I, I can never get the, I know how each melody, each, each section goes, but I, I don't know the the what is the connection between the one to the next (laughs) rely on the and the other ones yeah (laughs) you rely on the kids exactly and uh, the other is um let uh laugh Uh, okay yeah 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 because as it progresses the key actually goes down i think instead of going like normally a, a key change goes up but that one goes down and it's like when does it go down is it this first or is it the next first and then also when you're singing that particular song, you're also thinking about, is it, yes, you will see, or, oh, you will see. Like, yes, exactly. Trying to get the yes. language right <laughs> that you forget about the key. Yeah, no, it's definitely. <laughs> that too. <laughs> That's that just makes it more fun. <laughs> <laughs> Extra challenging for the teacher more than the kids. Exactly. Going back here to, I always like today. If we look in the lesson plans themselves, every exposure in them suggests using a real calendar as a prop. So considering this and the unit six song that Will was talking about earlier, and then the upcoming months of the year songs in upcoming units like unit 10, when you're teaching year two of Grapeseed, which is usually unit six to 10, invest in a good calendar, something with a good size where you and your students can see the names of days and months pretty easily. And then to this, you can also add things like student birthdays or other special events to it to have more things to talk about, like what was talking about. The point of this material is not just, okay, know what Tuesday is. It's be able to express why you like Tuesday or what happens on Tuesday. So having those kind of things, those special things added to calendars will really help you talk about it if your students don't feel like talking that day or aren't really coming up with anything novel. Exactly. We, we have a, a calendar that we keep uh, in the room, like where everyone can see it. And it has everybody's birthday on it. And uh, sometimes children make me uh, write their mother's birthdays too. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> gets really having complicated. That up makes, yeah. <laughs> it's like my sister too. My grandma. That's an impressive uh, having, kid. It's an impressive kid who is uh, five <laughs> years old and knows when his grandma's birthday is. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Any other points on this one before I move on? Uh, I'm going to tell you a story. Uh, it's an, this is an example of how how much uh, the the days of the week can come alive. So, uh, we're at a kindergarten here, and uh, so we have our grapeseed lessons in the afternoon. But I try and talk with the kids whenever I get the chance, like during the day. So um, at the kindergarten, I, oftentimes I ask I I ask them. So these are children who are doing not not uh, the one we're talking about now, but weekends are cool. So they, uh, they knew the weekdays from, from there. And somehow they had learned the word garbage truck. Okay. 
<laughs> which is not uh, taught yet at this stage in Grapeseed, but they, they knew what a garbage truck was. And uh, so we were talking about the different, we were at the kindergarten and talking about the different days of the week. And uh, they, they were telling me, I said, they were telling me that Wednesday is the garbage truck day. Okay. So uh, I was in the classroom and talking to them. And uh, suddenly, boom, 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 the garbage truck comes. It's like right behind the classroom, the, the big uh, garbage dump. Uh, <laughs> and it was Wednesday. And uh, someone said, it's the garbage truck. So we opened the window and we looked and they all shouted, yay. <laughs> and I said, it's Wednesday. And they said, Wednesday, garbage truck day. <laughs> <That's adorable. laughs> so I, I, it was adorable. I thought like, I thought, oh, yes, like this, like these days really mean lots of things to the children. It's definitely not what day is it today, boys and girls like uh, that. <laughs> it's a, it was a long time ago for both you and I, Will, when the garbage truck brought such joy. <laughs> well, it's brought joy to me again now because of this. That's good. Through your kids, through your kids. <laughs> through the kids, yes. Excellent. Let's go to your second pick here, Will. You have Unit 11's Troy and Lola Joy, these new songs, man. I, I see, I'm <laughs> noticing a pattern here. Yeah, the, I, I'm, I'm loving the new songs. They're, they're so cool. Troy and Lola Joy was uh, a bit of a, a dark horse in a sense. Okay. okay. Uh, it, in that it's, um, it's not a catch. It's not, well, at first, it's, it's like the first time you listen to it, it's not really catchy. Mm -hmm. At least it wasn't for me the first time. It's not like an upbeat, um, bright, yeah. Exactly. I said dark horse, but it's not really dark at all because it's uh, bright pastel colors. The the whole story and and I mean uh, the whole song is uh, really nice, cute drawings with the the bright colors. Yeah, dark horse um, like it's. It, it, <laughs> yeah. You you didn't expect it to be as popular or as exciting for students as it ended up being. Exactly, um, I, I think one reason I feel a connection with this material is uh, that I when personally when I was about six years old, um, my sister and I found cats, stray cats in our backyard. Okay. Okay. okay and yeah. uh, <laughs> and. Uh, we, we didn't get to keep them for a long time because they were stray cats, but uh, we did get to keep them for about a week and we gave them names. And I, I think you can guess where I'm going with this. Um, I gave him my name and she gave her her name. Look at that. Boom. <laughs> the song must have so been based it was off just of you. Like the song. <laughs> it was. I think they, they, they dug into my brain and, and pulled that out. Now, are you and your sister twins? Because that would be that would be just over the top. No, no, we're not. Oh, we're, okay. okay. <laughs> but yeah, this is about twins, and I think it's uh, this story. Aside, I keep saying story. Sorry, this song. Um, it 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 sort of does a lot of things under the surface, mm -hmm. in my opinion. It, it's um, of course the language is is quite up. It's it's obvious. It's about the pronouns. And uh, like he, she, his, her, and teaching them how to use those. Um, but as far as like being a grapeseed song, there there's some songs that are really impactful because of uh, what they do. Like for example, "Be Nice." Mm -hmm. 
Be Nice is a, a really powerful grape seed style message. And, and I think this song does a similar thing, but it's more under the surface. And for me, this song is about connect. <laughs> I, I don't know what the word is. Connectedness. Is that a word? Interconnectedness. There we go. Interconnectedness. Thank you. First and foremost, obviously, because they're twins. After that, because they give, they give something to each other. Hmm. He wants something. She wants something. Something. So they they give things to each other. Hmm. The the toy dog, and the the toy cat, hmm. and um, so it it's it's the, the kids have this feeling like, oh yeah, like if I like someone, I can, I can give them someone, give them something. Um, it's nice to give things. Mm. Um, and uh, it goes beyond that because they give them their names. Yeah, which is a, a very powerful, powerful statement, in my opinion. I want to go back to what you're talking about before here. And you were mentioning okay. pronouns. So pronouns, yes. they're tricky. They're always just different in different languages. It's hard to remember. I'll always remember my junior high students in my previous life just memorizing strings of pronouns like I, my, me, my, he, his, him, his, <laughs> which is just not a fun way to learn pronouns and use them is just memorizing strings of words no, and then reciting them while you're taking a test. But with Grapeseed, students are going to acquire these naturally, just like they do all the language. Yeah. So we've built some foundation so far, even with Unit 1's The Hello Song and Unit 4's Bingo and even Unit 8's Water Play at Gorilla School. So practicing yeah. some pronouns here and there. But this, to me, this particular song really helps set up the Fuzzy Wuzzy Friends series, song yeah. series that really hits these hard coming yes. in the next unit. So this yes. kind of like is the review of all the all the pronoun work that they've done so far. And then when they hit Fuzzy Wuzzy Friend next unit, they're going to be able to hit the ground running as opposed to, okay, what were all these words again? I don't really remember them from way back in unit one. So this and they're all, this, all in one place. Exactly. They're all in one place here. That's the, the the target language if you're looking at the quick checks and also just the learning objectives in general. It's all focused on pronouns. But also because you have the Fuzzy Wuzzy Friends series, even if you're teaching Unit 11 and you haven't looked past Unit 11, don't feel bad if your students don't have pronouns perfectly down by the time they get <laughs> to the end of the unit. We're going to hit them again quite a bit in the future but this will just help give them a lot of practice and confidence, but we're not expecting mastery by the end of this unit. Exactly. Any more stories, fun things about Troy or <laughs> Troy and Lola Joy you want to share? Uh, I, I have to say this, but you can cut it again. <laughs> uh, the reason I called it a dark horse uh, is because, well, because one, the first reason is that I love the song now. I love singing it. And all the classes I've taught, have really uh, fell in love with it. But even the, the, I, the first class, the first time I taught this was with a group of boys. Um, Interesting. And these uh, boys were in that phase where they're like, mm, they don't want anything to do with girls. They didn't want anything to do with girls. They're like, no, I'm sitting on this side and the girls are on that side. Yeah. And uh, in unit 11, there's also the kiss card. Ah, uh, yeah, with the dolphin in uh, what, exactly. Yeah, what I and saw. These boys, that's right. That's right. These boys freaked out every time they saw the kiss card. They're like, "No, no, we want nothing to do with that." 
And even these boys who were like that with the kiss card, they loved the song and they sang it. Interesting. Um, enthusiastically every time. Well, just, just give them a few more years and that, that the reaction to the kiss card will be a little different. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. We can move on to our last component for the day. This is my choice. Probably my okay. favorite story in Grapeseed, Unit 6's Sad Sam. I oh. love Sad Sam. I don't think I've met anybody. I've, I've met people who who's, haven't said it's their favorite, but I don't think I've met ever, anybody who said that they didn't like this story. So I think I think this is definitely a member of the greatest hits family, especially it is you now can't, at this point. You can't not like Sad Sam. Exactly. Kind of like I mentioned before with pronouns and this and Troy and Lil Joy serving as the gateway into the Fuzzy Wuzzy Friends series. To me, yeah. Unit 6 is Sad Sam is the gateway into really starting to focus on present versus past tense with students. Of course, we're not going to be in class saying, boys and girls, this is the present tense and this is the past tense and this is how you modify the verbs to do blah, blah, blah. We're just going to be talking about things before and after in a context students can easily grasp, which is mealtimes and food. Really easy things so students can understand what came before, what came after, what's sequential. So up until now, a lot of stories, they may have been in the past tense, but the concept of time and when something happens hasn't really been as important. So Unit five's Me Too and Unit yeah. Four's Farmer and the Carrot, they're good examples. They, they both take place in the past tense, but it's not the focus that it's in the past or what comes after what isn't as important as it becomes here in Sad Sam. So I think we're not really going to be hitting big focus on past tense until later, but this kind of helps bridge the gap into opening the door for students to understand that, okay, before is something in the past and after might be something well at least it's later but it yeah. might be in the present yes that's that's an excellent point um it, you, i've had uh, a lot of kids over the years who who often often children ask me why 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 is it eight it's not eight it's eat why did you say eight <laughs> 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 and because they're they've learned before and after you can explain well eat is well it's not after but eight is before yes. and that doesn't actually make sense but they they can kind of start to get the feel that there's there's eat and there's eight and they don't really know exactly what the difference is but but they're starting to to, to hear that and and sort of it, it's in the it's in the back of their head Exactly. They're asking you a more profound question than they realize because they're, they're asking you what is eight and you're like, well, it's the past tense of eat and I'm going to try to explain that to you in a way you understand. But why is the past tense of eat eight? That's a deeper question that even English speakers, we don't understand. <laughs> totally. <laughs> a lot of funky verbs that we got to work on. Starting here in Sad Sam. Yes. Can I mention the word fix? Go for it. Yeah, like I, I've had, um, uh, we have uh, a wonderful helper who does lots of great things uh, for us and, and helps uh, organize, like bring the children here and, and help the children to pay attention in class. And uh, she, she asked me lots of questions about this, about Sad Sam. <laughs> <laughs> 
But the first question was, what is the difference between fix and make? And uh, I said, well, I, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it, I think that fix is sort of an America, American yeah, English. I think it's much more, because I've had the same question from like British teachers or like South yeah. African teachers saying like, what is this? What are we doing? <laughs> And uh, I've, I've looked it up online before, and I've, I've come up, I've come across uh, wonderful arguments between people about whether <laughs> fix was <laughs> appropriate to use or not. But I, I always used it growing up, and and it, it seems it, it it seems a little bit informal to me, but it's uh, it's a very natural thing for me to say. So I, I didn't feel anything out of the ordinary when I read it. Mm. Absolutely, because it, it's interchangeable. And if you look in the lesson plans, a lot of times the lesson plans will use make and made instead of fix and fixed, because I think that there's there's an understanding yes. that it's good for students to be exposed to fix in this, in this context, but the more yeah. universal word is make and made. Uh, I, I didn't, I, I noticed that the lesson plans had make, but it, thanks for pointing that out. I'm pretty sure somebody might be able to carve through lesson plans and then yell at me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> correct. Speaking of those lesson plans and these quick checks and learning objectives. So let's dive through the quick checks real quick, because I think they're really important. Early exposures are students beginning to answer questions about the story. Middle exposures, can students use a complete sentence to answer questions about the story? And then finally, can students relate to and use the language of the story? So early and middle, basically being able to answer questions directly about the story, Sad Sam, and end exposures, can they actually take that language and talk about themselves? Which is, you see that quite a bit with Quick Checks and Grapeseed. And I, what yes. I want to highlight with the lesson plans is how targeted that can be. So if we look at the first time Sad Sam is taught in class, it's in lesson five, looking at the directions here in the lesson plan, we're just, it's the first time we're telling it. We're not going to be really focusing on that before and after and really hitting students hard with the past tense stuff. So we tell the story, then we ask, what is the boy's name? Is Sam happy or sad? And do you like to eat sweets? Do you eat sweets every day? So it's not even hardcore questions about the story with the language that we're really targeting. It's just, okay, boys and girls, enjoy listening to the story. Here's a couple questions to see if you understand in general what's going on in a very big picture sense. But then right. in lesson six, we come right back to it and we really start getting into, okay, you've heard it once before. I have a general sense as a teacher that you kind of understand what's going on because of the questions I asked yesterday. Mm. So let's start getting right into it. So using cards four and, four and five, ask, what did Sam eat before lunch? Model before lunch, Sam ate ice cream and jam. Then what did Sam's mother make for lunch? Model for lunch, Sam's mother made pizza, hamburgers, and hot dogs. So right away, we're, okay, boys and girls, your affective filter, making sure it's low, keeping questions easy, and then, okay, you got it, let's go. And by this point yeah. in six, students, they there's a process with grape seed. There's a, there's a routine that students kind of get used to, right? The progression of learning in the beginning of the unit, my teacher does the singing and the reading. And then over time, as I understand more, my teacher lets me sing and I get to read the story towards the end of the unit. So by unit six, they kind of know the pattern yeah. and they have enough English foundation that, okay, we've had one exposure. Now we can really start diving in and getting to the, the heart of what we want to get to. 
and students will be totally ready for it and excited to start answering these questions, even if it's the second exposure. Said like a master. <laughs> well, hope so. I like I said, it's my favorite story. This is this is this is my this is my jam. Yeah, this is I, I love this. I, you know, it, it's it's funny. I, in about an hour from now, I'm going to be doing this story. Awesome! I can't wait. One little thing, just like I, I mentioned with uh, I always like today and practicing. I would also recommend practicing this one. There's a lot of vocab to point to on each page. And if you don't know where to point, you're going to take a lot of time while you're doing the storytelling on day one and trying to point to the different things because Sam's mother inevitably makes inevitably makes a lot of food and you have to point to five or six things on each card. So just be ready. Know in general where the turkey is, where the noodles are, where the yeah, ice cream I and jam is. I, I've been guilty of, of pointing to the father's hair instead of the bread. Well, I mean, <laughs> re relatively the same color. It's a little deceptive. <laughs> yeah, a a as well as the turkey. <laughs> well, Mr. Well might need some glasses is what we're talking about. I think, yeah, I think I'm due for an appointment. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Any other stories or anecdotes from this one? I'm going to do it to you again. <laughs> yeah, great. No, I'm, I'm into it. Uh, so I just wanted to mention that, uh, that so um, our, our helper uh, was asking me about fix and uh, make. And then uh, after that, she, she often told me, or she, she asked me, like, why is Sam's mother so nice? Why does she <laughs> still make dinner for, that, for him after he, he doesn't eat breakfast? He doesn't eat lunch, doesn't eat a snack, but she still cooks this huge meal for him. Why? She's spoiling him. Yeah, that's, that's, that's love on a whole other level. <laughs> Absolutely. If it, that story was not sad, Sam, if it was sad, Adam, we wouldn't even get past breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to be careful not to, I, I think we should be careful not to name, because uh, we give our grapeseed children names. Sam is one name that I wouldn't want to give to a, a grapeseed child in unit one when they start or in uh, middle C. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, knowing that they're going to come to, uh, yes, knowing that they're going to come to unit six and there's going to be sad Sam, like that's maybe the one name that I wouldn't want to give to my kid. It's, it's, I love the story, but I wouldn't want to name my kid Sam and have them like be the, the bad boy. <laughs> yeah. Or Marvin, Marvin, he's, he's fun in some stories and in some stories he's naughty, especially as you kind of get He can be pretty units. naughty. He yeah. jumps on the tables and, and throws Johnny, food. Johnny Bear's <laughs> dream. Yeah, exactly. So maybe, maybe avoid naming your English, giving your kids English names like Sam and Marvin. <laughs> yeah. Although I feel in 2021, there's not too many Marvins. There might be some Sams, but probably not too many Marvins right now. No, maybe not a lot. <laughs> I think that does it for our Grapeseed Greatest Hits number seven here. Thank you very much for joining us again on the podcast, Will. Thank you, Adam. It was so much fun. Exactly. Enjoy, enjoy teaching Sad Sam later. I'm jealous. I'm going to be remembering this conversation. <laughs> Make sure you don't you, you point to the turkey and not to his hair. I, I think after you having told me that I need glasses, uh, that's going to be stuck in my head whenever I, every time I get to that page. The students are I'll be, be careful. <laughs> students will be asking, Mr. Will, why are you so why are you sweating? Why are you so nervous teaching the story today? Because you feel in the pressure. 
<laughs> because Adam told me I needed glasses. <laughs> awesome. As always, everyone, thank you for listening and good luck in the classroom. Good luck in the classroom. Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye. I'm sad to say goodbye. It was a good day, but now I will say goodbye, my friends. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone.